Well, hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to Lessons by the Lake, the Oswego Private Wealth Show. I'm your moderator, Ryan Ruff. It's great to be back with everyone here today. And of course, I'll be joined by my right-hand man and the star of our show. That's the managing director of Oswego Private Wealth, Bob Bedritus. Bob and I are going to be unpacking another wealth management topic today, as we typically do on the show. And we're going to be joined by a great guest as well, Elite Advisor Coach Allison Torado, joining us from CEG Worldwide big topic that we're going to be addressing today is really where you can get started on leveraging a virtual family office. What really entails within a virtual family office, what it can do for you, and then of course how you can truly leverage this family office model to help you and yours achieve your financial goals. And of course, as we always like to mention, you know, Bob and his team, look, they are best known uh, for really helping entrepreneurs and business owners become financially independent of their businesses. Because at the end of the day, they all believe that, you know, an entrepreneur or business owner truly deserves to maximize the value of their life's work. And that's really the focal point of a lot of conversations we have on today's show. So with that and the virtual family office model, we're going to be weaving a lot in today's episode. But let's go ahead and welcome the man of the hour, Bob. It's good to see you today. How are you doing? Hi, Ryan. Good to see you. Good to see you as well. You know, hey, we've got a, a great guest in Allison Toronto stopping by the show, a good friend of the program. Uh, we're going to be unpacking a lot around this virtual family office model. But I'd love to hear it from you, Bob. Why is it that you wanted to bring Allison on in the first place today? Well, Alan, Allison and I have had a terrific relationship for uh, quite a few years now. And she is, as you had mentioned, she's an elite advisor coach with CEG Worldwide. Uh, she does executive and leadership coaching and she really knows the financial services industry and has been instrumental in helping me develop the systems that we use at Oswego Private Wealth. And uh, I just love Allison. I love how, uh, how succinct and how uh, profoundly she gets to kind of the bottom of what, we, what, what the high net worth individual, what that business owner really needs to do to make sure that they're taking care of the people they love, the causes they care about, and making a difference in the world. Oh, I love that. I love that. So with that, Bob and, and Allison, let's go ahead and welcome you onto the show. Allison, thanks for joining us on Lessons by the Lake. Oh, thank you, Ryan. And hello, Bob. It's wonderful to see you again. Right. Thank you, Allison. And, you know, Allison, we've got a lot to unpack. I mean, there's a lot of information when we dive into the topic that is a virtual family office model. Uh, Bob, I'll let you kind of maybe bat lead off here. Where, where do we want to start today? Because there's a lot to get to. Well, let's get started at the beginning. Let's do some definitions. Uh, Allison, what in the world is a virtual family office? Yeah. So I love to give the bigger context for what it is, because if you start to get into the nuts and bolts, it's like, what are we talking about here? So the CEG, the, the company that I uh, work with, they do a ton of research and they do research on the affluent and people who work with the affluent. So one of the studies that CEG has done is they've done research on family offices. Now, if you think about a family office, a single family office, this is for people who have usually around 500 million in investable assets. You can, the low end's like 250, um, but 500 is kind of an average um, place to start. And so with a family office, you're, you know, they have a multi-million dollar payroll. They have... Uh, multiple professionals working for it. This family has many different moving parts. So you don't just set up a single family office without knowing the family, right? 
So the very first step, and the reason I'm telling you about this single family office is because you can take the best practices from this single family office and you can bring it down to people who really need it, who have between, we say like no less than a million, but really like the sweet spot in investable assets. Usually the people who really, really can utilize this family office have starting at about 5 million, I would say up to about a hundred million and, you know, give or take. And so you can take these best practices from the single family office and you can bring it down to people who are underserved and, but still have enough wealth where they do have very complex situations. So in these big family offices, multi-million dollar payroll, they do something called a deep discovery. This is when they get the whole family involved and they ask questions around and they're literally sitting down across at a table with people asking them questions. What are your goals? What do you want to achieve with your wealth? What are the causes that you care about? Where do you want to make a difference in the world? Where, what are the causes you don't care about and you don't want anything to touch? What does your family look like? You know, who are the people? Is it a blended family? Um, do you have grandchildren? Do you have other parts of the family that you really care about that are more extended? Um, who are the professionals that you're already working with that you really like to work with? So also, what are their values? What's <clears throat> what's most important them, to them about money? So you're asking this family everything so you can make this family office run. So when you when you have that and you take that best practice, and Bob, this is what you do so fabulously is you bring that to people who have between about five, you know, all the way up to a hundred million in investable assets. And a lot of times business owners can really, really utilize this. It's great for business owners because they usually have a more complex situation. And you know, when I say complex situation, that that can be everything from um, you know, we have rental properties here. Um, we have toy, you know, we have multiple homes, we have toys of these kind, uh, we have an extended family. So it's really, it's just looking at the whole big financial picture. So that is a virtual family office. It's when a real wealth manager puts that family in the center between five and a hundred million investable assets, gets to know them super well so they can find the rest, best solutions for that family. And it is not about products and services. It's about finding the best solutions, best financial solutions. So that well, is that, my summary of what a virtual family office is. Well, that that's a great definition. And that's, and that's really great because it really is about the deep discovery because every family is different. And there are other complexities with family members, particularly for business owners. You have children in the business and excited to, to continue in the business. You have children who have taken a different path in life. And, and then God forbid you have children in the business who don't actually do anything. <laughs> and then there's, conf there's conflict there. So um, I, I think if there's one thing that sets our practice aside is that we truly understand that this is about so much more than money. It's not about the X's and O's and whoever dies with the most money wins because there just are things that people want to do to fulfill their purpose in life. Uh, sounds, sounds a little trite sometimes to talk about purpose in yeah. life, but people have a purpose. People have a reason for being 
and they do have things they want to accomplish. I'm sorry, I cut you off. What were you about to no, say? No, and I love that, Bob. And we've actually done research that shows that families who have wealth want their financial advisor to help them lead more fulfilling lives. So it's amazing. Like, so wealth managers, it's more, it's more than just their knowledge and their strategic insight on how to make, do the best, you know, in, in terms of mitigating taxes, maximizing cash flow, all of those things. It's about really being, um, I hesitate to use this word because it has a lot associated with it, but it's almost like being a really good therapist, just having that person to talk to. I mean, I have had more advisors that I work with during, we have a very specific discovery, Bob, that you use as well. And it's like, people will turn to their spouse and go, I had no idea. Or they're like, wow, I have never thought of that before. And I'm so glad you asked me that question because I would have wasted my time doing X, Y, and Z, but now I understand what my values are because you have a way of asking me those questions. So to have someone actually care about more than the dollars and cents is, it's invaluable. Yeah, our, our process, we call it the blueprint process. It's a five-step process to shepherd somebody through the virtual family office. But step number one, which is deep discovery and the power I almost, I almost hesitate to say this. I say, I want to say the power is in the questions, but really the power is in the answers. But what happens when we sit down and our first meeting is generally about 90 minutes. It could be a little bit longer if, if the client's particularly reflective and really wants to go down different paths. But my job is to serve that family, add value, and to understand them as well as anybody understands them. And most people, their, their current financial advisor, their CPA, their attorney has never asked them questions like this before. And I really want them to think about and reflect on what it is they want to accomplish. As you said, their values, their goals, take a look at their other advisors, uh, look at the process that they want to use, look at the interests that they have, and what it is that they they vision, envision uh, for the life that they want to lead. And by asking those questions, the powers in the questions, but really in the answers, as people think about things that in their busy lives, they don't, they don't sit down and think about these things, but we get it down and we get it down on paper. We record it, we put it into this beautiful mind map and show it to them on a on very, very large paper. And people look at that and they're just mesmerized. They're amazed to say, wow, this really on one page reflects who I am as a carbon-based life form and what I want to accomplish. I love that. I love that phrase, a carbon-based life form. And so Bob, you bring up another really good point because you have, you know, the CPAs and the attorneys are not asking these questions, but you have. So I kind of think of the wealth manager. Now this, now not everybody does this, right? There's a lot of people out there who call themselves wealth managers, but they don't use the blueprint process. They don't. So when I'm talking about this, I'm really talking about you are kind of like a general contractor. Somebody's building their dream home. <clears throat> you need somebody who knows enough to be dangerous in electricity, in the plumbing, in the mechanical, whatever it is. And you're bringing all of those professionals together and you have this amazing mind map. So when you go out as the, you know, the, the head, the leader of that virtual family office, 
you're bringing to all these other professionals this wealth of knowledge about this family. So this family, one of the things I hear all the time for business owners who are, they want to sell their business, but they're like, I'm just too busy to meet with you, Bob, or whomever. I just, I don't have the time. That's why they need you because they need someone to know them very, very well, and then go out and consult with those other professionals. I doubt some business owner is going to say, hey, CPA, attorney, property casualty, life insurance person, M&A, let's all sit down around a table together and I'm going to organize all this and we're going to talk about me. No, that just, that's really, that's tricky. <laughs> so Bob, the wealth manager, um, you do that. And then these professionals are talking together, working. You have these customized teams for this business owner, helping them to achieve all that's important to them. And I think you cannot underestimate the value of someone doing all as a business owner, someone doing all of that legwork for you, because it takes so much time and energy and they don't have to do it if they have the right person in place to do absolutely, it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, let's switch gears just a little bit. Let's talk about mm -hmm. the stress test, the process of that. And can we start out by talking about what these single family offices, those with 500 million or more, what, what is a stress test in that world and what, and how does that work? Yeah. So first off, there's really five key concerns that people are dealing with when they're talking about stress testing. So there's five key concerns. So the first is making smart decisions about your money. That's the investment consulting piece. And Bob, you are expert at, at the investment consulting piece. Um, the second key concern is mitigating taxes, um, paying Uncle Sam your fair share, uh, the third key concern is wealth transfer, taking care of the heirs. The fourth is wealth protection, really taking, putting your arms around that wealth and making sure it's not unjustly taken, whether it be litigation, uh, divorce, making sure those insurance needs are completely covered. And then the fifth key concern is maximizing charitable intent, um, to which, you know, however much that family is charitably minded. And usually as you go up in wealth, they do become more charitably minded. It's really, it's great. You know, wealth after a certain amount of having a, your key, you know, your main needs meant, met, wealth becomes an expression of your values. And that's why it's so fun to work with, you know, these business owner clients. Anyway, so um, those five key concerns. So in a uh, if you talk about the best practice from a single family office, they will have consultants come in and they will say, hey, with these five key concerns, what are we not doing well? Is there, are there any, op there's two major things they're looking for within those five key concerns. Is there any risk that they're taking that is not necessary? You know, people, after that you reach a certain amount of wealth, you stop you start being a little bit more risk averse. You're not um, taking as many risks as when you first started that business. So you want to make sure that you're not taking on any risk that you shouldn't be um, with, any, with any of those five key concerns. And then the other thing, the second thing is, are you missing out on any opportunities? You don't want to miss out on opportunities either. So those consultants come in, they do a stress test for in that single family office. So what you can do in the virtual family office is, Again, the same type of thing. You look at those five key concerns. Um, I just so happen to have a model up of what a stress test looks like. So let me share that here. So the first thing you do, profiling. So that's the discovery meeting. That's just another word 
for really digging deep into the needs of the family. What are the goals of the family? And then the second thing, what you really do after you have that beautiful mind map or you work the assumptions. So a lot of times uh, the assumptions, so these bit, you know, people with wealth, they will go out to different professionals and they'll have different products and services they're using. A lot of times when that professional has sat down across from them, they don't know the big picture because they don't have that 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 mind map with the whole entire family's goals and dreams on it. And they will give you a product. And with that product, sometimes the assumptions are, you know, they could be three years old, so they, they don't even apply anymore, or it could be very uh, almost too um Pollyanna. So, you know, oh, you're going to live until you're 90 years old and nothing ever is going to go wrong. So you have to make sure the assumptions when with the products and services they have are good assumptions that they're, they're um, making. And then evaluate, evaluate alignment with goals, making sure whatever they're doing, let's say that uh, fourth key concern. So really looking at uh, taking care of um, wealth protection you know, do they have enough insurance? And in, if they have a business, is their property and casualty taken care of? There might They might find that there's, you know, a $200 policy a month that could ensure that they don't get sued for millions of dollars. Is that worth it to them? Probably. So you're making sure that all of their, uh, everything that they're doing is in alignment with what their goals are. And then you calculate the cost structure. So then really at the bottom here, what you do is you address alternative services and products only if necessary, and then you recommend course of action. And here's what's key again. This is not, we are not talking about pitching products and services. No, the family is in the middle and how do these products and services, how does everything work together? What is the best overall solution for that family? And that's where the beauty of working with a wealth manager who is strategic, who's working with other professionals, they can mix and match things that are that specific for those families. So they're not missing out on opportunities and taking on too much risk. Well, that, that's exactly well said, Alison. That's exactly right. And it's not just products and services, but it's also people. It's like, where do we bring in the right advisors, people. the right counselors to, to help make this happen? Um, you know, it's so interesting when you talk about the five the five key concerns of of business owners and high net worth individuals, and you start out with making smart decisions about money, go to mitigating taxes, taking care of the heirs, protecting the assets, charitable intent. That first one, making smart decisions about money, is one where occasionally, occasionally we we both run into people who just think they're very very smart and they don't really need counselors. But I ask one question that usually gets um, people thinking. And I say, think about this, Allison. If you could unwind any three adverse financial decisions you've made in your lifetime, where would you be? How much money would you have? How much stress, how many sleepless nights would you have avoided? And then when somebody takes that perspective and they say, well, let me look backwards. And, and, you know, I've been very successful, but in my lifetime, boy, if I hadn't done those three things, how far ahead would I have been? And that's what we're talking about when we're talking about making smart decisions about money. 
Oh, Bob, I love that. That is such that is such a a great a great great question too. And one of the things too with that first key concern is sometimes people are making an error in the moment that they don't even know. They're working with a multiple financial advisors. They've got their money all spread out thinking this is the best course of action. This is diversification. What happens when you do a stress test? One of the very first things you can stress test are is are you paying too much is it in cost is it too expensive what you're doing because you when you're spread out over multiple advisors you're not taking advantage of the breaks that you get from having all your money in one place you're probably taking on you're probably paying too much in taxes the left hand doesn't know what the right hand's doing your portfolio structure is probably taking on too much risk or not taking on enough and your rate of returns could be better. So the one of the first things you can do in the stress test that Bob you can do for these families is to do a port, you know, to do um, a diagnostic on their portfolio, especially if they're, you know, they have multiple advisors. That's not, people think that that's a good thing. It's actually not a good thing. Yeah, yeah, uh, that that is so true. Often people think of diversity because they diversify with a number of different financial advisors. And the thing is, uh, uh, A, B, and C, all three of them uh, have basically Pfizer, Microsoft, Meta, <laughs> Apple, <laughs> Exxon. They all have the same. They all have the same stuff in those portfolios. And and the first uh, advisor's selling, and the second one's buying, and the third one's holding. And it's like you're you're generating fees and diminishing potential returns. And we do x-ray those portfolios. But I do want to stress, it's, it's the wealth management formula. It's investment account, it's investment consulting, it's advanced planning, and it's bringing together a select team to, to, work, to work together within the virtual family office. And I don't ever want to overemphasize Investment consulting. investment consulting it's a part of the it's a part of the process it's something we really want to look at but but primarily we want to make sure that we can help that family get to where they want to go and that we take care the fee structure is important the risk is important and the and the potential outcomes of what they're doing are critically important and that's a part of it but also what the advanced planning whether it's wealth enhancement wealth transfer charitable giving or wealth protection, all, all imperative to our process. Mm -hmm. And they, what's amazing working with you, Bob, is that they have a leader looking out for them, doing those whole thing, all of those things for them. And I really think of like a good wealth manager, um, they, the, a good wealth manager def defends their clients. Like they are, they absolutely, they try to see things in the future that that person couldn't see. They they do anything possible to help this family. It's not just meeting their needs, doing what they say. No, it's like, if I were you, if I was in your situation, this is what I would do based on what you care about. So I think that leadership and that relationship management part is invaluable when working with a wealth manager. Well, ba based on is uh, steal a little something you said earlier, kind of in a different context. Uh, at the risk of this sounding Pollyannish, um, <laughs> it is it is 
critical, critical for me to, to be a leader. Uh, I want to be a leader. I choose to be a leader. I believe I am a leader uh, for my clients. I don't want to be a, an advisor and sit back passively. And if they ask me a question, I advise on it with a smoking a pipe and wearing a cardigan sweater. I want to be a leader. I want to help bring them where they want to go. You know, it's all, it's been said uh, I, I, by me that um, by training and by experience, I'm a wealth manager, financial advisor. Uh, but what I really do is defend the American dreams of my clients and their success and their outcomes. Oh, well said. The the stress testing process, as Bob, you and I have had conversations surrounding this in past episodes, while yes, it is, uh, it does really zero in on the nuts and bolts of somebody's financial portfolio and, and the different solutions that they may have. And as Allison mentioned a moment ago, if it, especially if someone's in a situation where let's say they have their portfolio spread out across a variety of different financial advisors or wealth managers, it can do a lot. Uh, it can provide a lot of insight into maybe some missed opportunities and areas to maybe shore up the ship, if you will. But Bob, I know we had briefly touched on it, and I'd love to to hear you guys expand a little bit on this, and that is the importance of the human element and where that comes into play with regard to the stress test. You know, sure, it's nuts and boltsy, but at the end of the day, you know, you want to know the you want to know that client, you want to know the client's family, their situation, and we've talked about the different uh, you know high net worth personalities that exist out there. I know you, your yourself, Bob, are a family steward, but you work with a lot of family steward, uh, you know, type of personality. So I'd love to hear, you know, you guys expand a little bit on maybe working with those different personality types and how the personality types also factor into the kind of the human element that goes along with the stress testing process. Wow, terrific, terrific question. Allison, do you want to uh, take a first bite at this apple or shall I? No, <laughs> sure. So I think an example is really good in this situation. So when you're, so there's an example of an advisor uh, who sat down with this very, very successful scientist and, you know, what was important to the scientist about living life, about money. And the scientist said, I, and this is all new to him because nobody's asked him these, asked asked him these questions before. So he's getting these insights just by being asked these questions. And he said, the most important thing to me is having time to be in the lab and focusing on my work because what I do is who I am. And so the advisor was able to write this down, make note of this, knew exactly what was most important to him. So this person, the scientist, he becomes a client uh, two months later. This is in Arizona, by the way. Um, two months later, he comes um, to the advisor and he says, hey, there is this opportunity in real estate that I have. And he starts talking and the advisor says, um, when we met for the discovery, you said one of the most important things to you was having time to spend working because that's what you love to do. And that's who you are. So we can do this real estate thing, but this is going to take some time and energy on your part. And I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's worth it to you based on what you said. The advisor said, he's like, it was a 10 minute conversation. This could have gone a million different ways, but because he knew and understood this human, he was able to 
help this person figure out if he wanted to do this real estate thing within 10 minutes. I mean, that's like, that's leadership. That's understanding your clients and knowing what's important to him. His high net worth personality was probably like a family steward mixed in with independent. Independent is money is important to you to do the things that you want to do in life. So there was probably an element of that personality in this uh, scientist as well. Wow, that that's 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 well said. And and the discovery, the deep discovery process, the different categories, the values, the goals, the process, the interests, uh, the advisors, the assets themselves. Uh, most of the questions talk about what makes people tick and what their what really what their real goals and aspirations are. Most of the questions are in that area. We uh, it, we do pick up where the assets, what's owned, the real estate, the investment account, the business, the building that you lease back to the business. We clearly pick all of that up, but the primary prime uh, I'll say it this uh, I'll just say it this way because the the assets are important too clearly clearly what we're working with. But to understand the motivations and the goals and the aspirations, as in your story about this client in there, the scientist in Arizona, uh, it's easy to make decisions when you know who you are and what your focus is on. So, mm-hmm. well, this is good, guys. I mean, we've we've covered a lot today by way of of the stress test, the process, of course, of not only just the discovery but the entire stress testing process and all the different variables that that can be extracted from that process. But I think the last thing that's left on the table really is Bob for anybody out there that we have, you know, let's say we've piqued their curiosity or they're interested in leveraging one of these stress tests for themselves to get that snapshot of, of maybe areas of opportunity they're missing or, or whether or not they want to know if, hey, yeah, we have solutions in place. And yes, they are the right solutions and they're working effectively. Let's just say they want to go through a stress test process themselves. What is the best way they could get in touch with you and your team, Bob, to just start that dialogue? Yeah, thank thank you, Ryan. Well, the best way is to go to our website, oswegopriatewealth.com, and to uh, my calendar is on there, and we can set up a 15-minute call to see if a stress test is right for you. And, you know, it's a small step. Uh, it's an ability to have that conversation and talk about your situation and then talk about how we might be able to help you as, as a firm. Uh, the other thing that I will give you, if you do call and we do have that conversation, uh, delighted to give you a copy of and send you from Family Family Office Insights uh, a report that we've created and uh, through CEG Worldwide uh, that talks about what is stress testing, the benefits of stress testing, the process that you can expect to go through. Uh, very well written and um, really explains the process. Fantastic. Uh, would you like me? I'm sorry. Would you like me to share that uh, website? Uh, sure, absolutely. The audience. Okay, great. So if you go to CEG, and I'll actually show it to you, uh, to you as well. So if you go to cegworldwide.com forward slash stress test, stress with a dash, stress dash test, cegworldwide.com stress test, you will get access to this uh Flipbook. And what's so wonderful is that just as we were talking about best practices of the, the single family office, this 
talks about the super rich, those people who have a single family office, it talks about they stress, stress test their financial plans and so should you. So this gives you a little bit more uh, detail into what is stress testing if you are interested in it. But I think what Bob mentioned, the, the quickest and easiest way to um, set up a 15 minute call, it is like one of those things, 0.0, .0 risk and can completely transform your life. So set up that 15 minute call and then um, cegworldwide.com forward slash stress test to find out more about it. Awesome. Well, thank you, Allison. And Allison, we really appreciate you uh, carving some time out of your busy schedule to jump on board with us and, and unpack this idea of a stress test with us today. So thank you again for your time. And uh, hopefully we'll have you back on down the road for maybe another conversation. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Ryan and Bob. Okay. Thank you, Allison. And thank you, Ryan, as well. Of course, of course, guys. And hey, look, folks, we want to take one final moment, as we always do before we close out today. Uh, and thank you all for stopping by and spending some time with us on the show. If you did take something away from today's discussion surrounding a stress test and leveraging this idea of a virtual family office, well, make sure you subscribe to the show then on whichever platform you checked us out on today. That way you never miss out on a future conversation where Bob, myself, maybe one of our esteemed guests like Allison, just dive into these different wealth management topics and these conversations that they're routinely having with their clients at us we go private wealth. So for Bob, I'm Ryan. We're going to go ahead and say so long today, but we appreciate you stopping by and being with us on Lessons by the Lake. Oswego Private Wealth Management podcast may have been previously disseminated by Bob Adritus on television, radio, internet, or another medium. You should not treat any opinion expressed by Bob Adritus or his guest as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a particular strategy, but only an expression of his or his guest's opinion. Adritus' opinions are based upon information he considers reliable, but neither Oswego Private Wealth Management nor its affiliates warrant its completeness or accuracy, and it should not be relied upon as such. Adritus and Oswego Private Wealth Management are not under any obligation to update or correct any information provided. Investment advice offered by Oswego Private Wealth Management and does not guarantee any specific outcome or performance. You must make an independent decision regarding investments and strategies mentioned by Bedritus or a guest. Before acting on information you hear, you should consider whether it is suitable for your particular circumstances and strongly consider seeking advice from your own financial or investment advisor. This information is for general purposes only and is not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. Oswego Private Wealth Management does not provide legal, tax, mortgage advice or services. Please consult your legal tax advisor regarding your specific situation.